Hey everybody, this is Jonathan Marks and welcome back to Go to Health. Before I start the show today, I wanted to take just a few minutes to talk with you before I bring on today's guest. This is our 35th show and I'm very thankful that you have been with us along the way. We now have a wonderful library of programs you can enjoy in video on our website at gotohealthmedia.com. When you visit our website, you can watch our shows, plus register to get updates so you know what topics we're covering. It's a great way to stay in touch with us. That's gotohealthmedia.com. And you can also listen to our show on Voice America. That's the internet's largest radio station. And as well, we're in syndication on seven other podcast networks, which include Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio. I'm proud to say that so far we've been heard in 33 countries and our shows have been downloaded over 12,000 times. So we've got a growing and dedicated audience. Thank you all so much. You know, for the last 20 years, I've been involved in online health education for the public and accredited medical education for health professionals. I have a lot of connections in the health industry with many professionals, from medical doctors to psychiatrists to naturopathic doctors, acupuncturists, and chiropractors. I'm continually amazed at the miracles of the human body and how we get sick and how we can heal. And I'm fascinated by the various approaches to healing from the conventional medicine of today to the traditional forms of medicine that have been with us for centuries. And the amazing thing we are all learning is what we each can do to make ourselves healthier and keep ourselves healthy. We don't just have to rely on a magic pill from the doctor or just what the doctor or our health professional says, we can play a big role in our own health. Scientific research is now proving with data what has been known for hundreds of years, and that is how important our diet and lifestyle are for our health. Many traditional approaches to health actually use food as medicine. You'll hear that on the show when our guest joins us today. So on this show, I'm dedicated to bringing you a wide variety of approaches to healing ourselves, which have been proven with research. I get excited to share the knowledge my guests have about how to tackle disease and become healthier. I'm also dedicated to the medical profession, including small and large medical practices, nonprofits, and companies with medical products, and helping them get their word out to you effectively. Our motto is elevate your life with expert health news you can use. So when you join us, you're getting expert health news and you can also use this information to either get in touch with our guests or make yourself healthier. So to my listeners, thank you for being with me. 35 shows since April, 2021. We've got 12,000 downloads in 36 countries. I'm so happy about that. Tell your friends and bring them here so they can benefit from our guest experience. And to my medical professionals, nonprofits and companies, Get in touch with me so that we can spread the word about your offerings and services to a larger and ever-growing audience. In addition to this show, I have lots of other tools in the toolkit to help more people learn about you and take advantage of your products and services for their benefit. Thanks again so much for listening, and let's get started with today's show. 
The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Hey, everybody, this is Jonathan Marks. Welcome back to Go to Health. Today, we're talking about women over 40. Is it menopause, Alzheimer's, or am I just going crazy? This has been a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and I'm very happy to have on the show today, Dr. Deborah Muth. Dr. Deborah Muth, or Dr. Deb, as she goes by, is a naturopathic doctor. She's also a author, national speaker, and owner of the Serenity Healthcare Center outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's the Midwest's leading functional medical clinic, and we'll talk more about what that is. She is the founder of Vibrant Female, a health optimization program for high-performing female executives, and she's now a podcast host with her own show. She's an advocate for women's health issues and an expert in the field of bioidentical hormone therapy and sexual dysfunction. She works with men and women who suffer from chronic illness, Lyme disease, thyroid dysfunction, chronic and adrenal fatigue, menopause, which we'll be talking about, infertility, and various endocrine-related diseases that involve hormonal imbalance. So welcome to the show, Dr. Muth. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Good. And you're located outside of Milwaukee. How cold is it where you are today? Um, It is 12 degrees today, and we are getting a little snow. Okay, good. All right. So um, what I wanted to talk about first so that people really understand, what does it mean to be a naturopathic doctor and how do people make the decision to see a naturopathic doctor versus a medical doctor? Can you explain some of those distinctions? Absolutely. So naturopathy has been around since the first day we were alive on the planet, right? And basically what it is, is it's using health, lifestyle changes, nutrition, so diet, supplementation, and all the lifestyle changes to help people regain their health. Can we use medications? Yes, we certainly can. We have that dual ability to practice, but our primary role is to really look at the cause of someone's symptoms to get to that root and then make the changes so that those symptoms go away and don't ever come back. Traditional medicine, um, as we know it with medical practitioners, they're taught to find a symptom, prescribe a drug, and then go on your way. It's It's a pill medicine effect, right? And with naturopathic medicine, it's very different. We really want to find that root cause and make the change so that you don't have to be on multiple medications. You may be on multiple supplements, but not medications. Mm -hmm. Got it. And how do people feel comfortable making the, the transition from seeing a medical doctor versus a naturopathic doctor? If you can speak to that. Absolutely. I think most people get to that place out of frustration. They're frustrated with the traditional medical system as they know it. Um, They don't feel listened to or heard by their medical doctor, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to just be pushed off and told it's all in your head, or you can just take this pill and life will be good because then they just end up on another pill and another pill and another pill from all the side effects. And so they get frustrated with our medical system the way it is, and Mm. they're looking for an alternative. And that's typically how they end up finding a naturopathic doctor. 
Great, good. So, so what are some of the treatments? So let's talk a little bit about menopause. What are some of the uh, treatment possibilities you take people through when they are having difficulty with their menopause? Absolutely. Menopause is one of my favorite topics to talk about. So there are a couple of different treatments we can choose. We can choose herbal medicine. So if people are really in the midst of having those hot flashes and those night sweats, and they can't think clearly anymore, they're not sleeping well, there is an herbal route that we can use, but we can also apply something that's called bioidentical hormone therapy. And basically these are plant derived um, therapies that we use. They're compounded by a specialty pharmacy and made in a specific dose for each individual patient. And the base of that medication comes from wild yam. And we can really compound any hormone we want out of a wild yam complex to use to treat the symptoms and to help people stay in the game as long as they want to and feel amazing for as long as they want to. That's really amazing because I hear so many problems and issues and complaints and even commercials on TV on how miserable the symptoms of menopause can be. So you can really ameliorate those symptoms. We really can, you know, you don't have to suffer with hot flashes and night sweats and vaginal dryness. And for a lot of women, that's where it starts, where they really start seeking care is when their cognitive function declines. They can't think as clearly as they used to. Their mood is changing. There's a few vanity issues. We look better. Our hair and our skin looks better when we take hormone therapy, but it's really the cognitive function that drive most women to finding a hormonal therapy. Mm -hmm. And so in the question, which is really the title of of your uh, presentation today, women over 40, is it menopause, Alzheimer's, or am I just going crazy? Um, (laughs) How can people, how can women kind of identify that the possibility is menopause that's giving them the problem? What should they be looking for? Absolutely. You know, the biggest thing they should be looking for is what's happening with their menstrual cycles. And for a lot of women, believe it or not, we start seeing changes as early as 35. We don't really go through menopause till age 50. And that's where a lot of the big symptoms, those obvious hot flashes and night sweats, the covers are on, the covers are off type thing will feel. But around age 35 is where we're going to start to see some of those hormones decline. And we're going to start to have more problems sleeping. We're going to be more moody, more irritable and we just don't think as clearly as we did before. So when you start seeing those kinds of changes and sometimes your menstrual cycle changes, but a lot of times it's just those symptoms that we'll experience. I would really encourage people to start getting a baseline of hormone testing at that point. So we can see where you're at and then we can track you from there. If we need to, the unfortunate part is many traditional doctors will tell women, it doesn't pay to get hormone testing done because those hormones fluctuate moment to moment and day to day. And there is truth to that. They do fluctuate. But even if we get a snapshot, we should be able to see that there's balance between those hormones. And if there's not, then that's where we'd like to intervene with lifestyle changes and diet cha- dietary changes and all of those things that can make things better. Mm-hmm. And do dietary changes really reduce symptoms? And how does that work? They absolutely do. We know that alcohol, sugar, and the American SAD diet really makes those symptoms a lot worse because they're all very inflammatory to us. So women in full-blown menopause, they'll drink a glass of wine and they'll start flushing immediately. And they know that connection when they're a little younger, they don't necessarily see that, but that inflammatory diet makes all of those menopausal symptoms much worse. Yes. And I, I want to emphasize this whole idea of inflammation. It's um, uh, I've mentioned it a couple of times before on the show. I'm working on a project called New Brain Nutrition, 
and it's 18 university hospitals in Europe. And what they're doing is studying exactly this, which is how diet and lifestyle affect your mental health. And one of the big findings that's coming up in here is inflammation and how much of the mm -hmm. Western diet really does cause inflammation, not only throughout your body, but also in your brain, um, mm -hmm. which can really help or really cause you to think less clearly. So yeah. what are the benefits of treating menopause? Why not just leave this alone and go through life? Yeah. You know, 60 years ago, that would have been fine because we didn't live very many years beyond menopause. You know, the average age was 50, 65, somewhere in there. Today, we're going to live as many years in menopause as we lived when we had hormones, almost 30 to 40 years postmenopausal. The average person, woman is going to live to be about age 85. Right. So if you're going through menopause between 47 and 52, you've got a lot of years to live without hormones. Unfortunately, or fortunately, however we want to look at this, we have to work longer in our lifestyle today that we live in. So many people are not retiring at 55 or 63. They want to keep working and keep contributing to the world well into their 70s and some into their 80s. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, we have to have the ability within our brains to be able to function and keep up with the young people, right? And that's the really that, that's the big part. The vanity things are great. We can look younger and we can feel better and all of that. But if we don't feel good, we're not going to do things. And then we can't enjoy those latter half of our years. Even if you choose to retire, you want to feel as good as you can for as long as you can because you waited so many years to be able to do all the things that you love. Right. You don't want to stop now. And so that's really one of the biggest benefits. But I think the other big benefit that people never talk about is the cardiovascular health of women. And more women die from cardiovascular disease than we die from breast cancer. Hmm. And hormones really help to um, allow that cardiovascular system to function better so that we don't have to die from that heart disease risk factor so young. You know, you've brought up a really good point, which is 160, 100 years ago, women, we all, none of us lived as long as we are today. Right. So really menopause is not an end of life uh, phenomenon, which it used to be considered. And there was an awful lot of lore that kind of depended on, or, you know, was based around mm -hmm. menopause being the end of life. Really, it's now middle of life. That's exactly got, right. And you've got a whole life to live after you become menopausal. So it's worth being um, in as good a shape as you can to enjoy the rest of your life. Let's talk a little bit about sexual desire. Do all women suffer decline in sexual desire and are there remedies for that? Not all women, but I will say 95% of the women do. So mm -hmm. it is a good majority of women that suffer from sexual decline. Do you have to? No. Part of it's our lifestyle. Part of it is, is definitely hormonal driven. There are very specific hormones that fall as we age. Testosterone is one of them. Um, but estrogen and progesterone play a huge role in our sexual dysfunction and, or function for that matter. Mm -hmm. And so we can have a very vibrant sexual life into menopause Part of that is hormones, but the other part of it really is lifestyle and it's relationships and it's how we talk to each other. And it's not letting our long-term relationships become boring. And that's what happens to a lot of us. We get comfortable in our relationship. We stop trying as hard. It's, you know, we don't need to try so hard anymore. We've been with somebody for a long time, mm -hmm. but new relationships are fun and exciting. And I always tell people that you need to keep your I don't want to say old relationship, but your uh, 
What's the word that you can long use? Term. <laughs> long term. There you go. Your yeah. long term relationship, just as exciting as if it was a new relationship. And all of that really helps. And it helps women feel better about themselves. One of the biggest things that happens with women as our age declines is we lose estrogen and then sex becomes uncomfortable for us. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. There are things that we can do to make it more comfortable. The more sex is uncomfortable, the more we pull away and we don't want to be intimate. And then when we are not intimate, our relationships change too. So intimacy is a really huge part of our health and our vitality. Would you say that physical intimacy really affects mental or emotional intimacy? Absolutely. I think it does. You know, when we're physically intimate, we're more tolerant of some of the little things that tend to bother us. When we don't have that intimate connection, it's very easy for us to get grumpy and crabby and start nitpicking every little thing that's going on. And that's for both men and women. Mm-hmm. For men, it's it's much different. Like they need to have that physical expression because it helps with their prostate health. For women, it, we don't have that concern, but we need that physical intimate connection. We're physical beings. And if we don't have that, there, that creates a lot of problems emotionally for us. Got it. So um, how can people, you mentioned there are ways to have a more comfortable life, a sexual life as mm-hmm. women age. What are some of those methods that you yeah. work with on patients? If you can share that with us. Absolutely. So we can use vaginal, vaginal delivered hormones to help. So one of the things that happens postmenopausally when we lose estrogen is we go back to our pre-puberty state. So everything kind of shrinks back in and that's what really makes things uncomfortable. And then there's a lot of dryness to the lining of the vaginal tissue. Uh So we can actually give hormones and deliver it directly to the vaginal tissue that makes things more comfortable. It doesn't have to be a systemic exposure. So for people who've had a risk of breast cancer before, or have a very strong family history and they want to avoid estrogen, there are delivery options that we have that don't allow hormones to be delivered systemically. And there are things that we can use that are not even hormonal based that can make that vaginal dryness much more comfortable. There are some natural things that we can use too, like coconut oil is really great. Almond oil can be really helpful. One of my favorite lubricants is called Uber lube. Um, it is a silicone based thing. So for people who are truly natural. They may not like that, but it it lasts a long time and it's very comforting and can be used throughout the day if women need that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would say, you know, time and, um, allowing time for foreplay and intimacy to happen because it takes longer for women to get going as we age to have that lubrication start. And so if we can take that time and really enjoy things, it's much more comfortable. Do men go through menopause? Men go through something called andropause, which is very similar to menopause. Theirs is the decline of testosterone. And, and you'll know that because they start getting a little more plump around the midsection. They start to lose their strength and their stamina. They lose their muscle mass. Um, they become a little more weepy and a little bit more sensitive. Hmm. Um, and they just, they start to lose a lot of that motivation and drive and creativity. Interesting. So men go through a change as well as you go into later life. Now, these bioidentical hormones, would you consider these drugs or are these more natural, um, you know, uh, I don't know what to call them, but are they more natural? Tell me about the chemical makeup of these 
Absolutely. They're classified as both. Actually, they're classified as steroids, believe it or not, because all hormones are steroids. Uh Um, So they are considered a drug in that in that aspect, because they're compounded into a specific formula. But because they come from wild yam, and that's where they're sourced from is wild yam, sometimes they'll source it from soy, but most of the time it's wild yam. They are an all natural source. So if we had a molecule of a bioidentical hormone and a molecule of a hormone that your body made, say estrogen, for instance, and we looked at both of them underneath the microscope, you would not be able to tell the difference. They are exactly the same molecular structure. Wow. That's great. So really you can be comforted with the possibility of taking these bioidentical hormones. Mm -hmm. Great. So we're talking with Dr. Deborah Muth. She's a naturopathic doctor and she is in Wisconsin outside of Milwaukee. Her website is serenityhealthcarecenter.com. That's serenityhealthcarecenter.com. You can visit the website there. She's also on social media. She's also got a podcast and she's got a a vibrant female program, which is a health optimization program for high performing female executives. So we will be back in the next segment with Dr. Muth and we will be talking about how she got into this kind of practice and what her background is so you can learn a little bit more about her personally. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Together You, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, we're back. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health, and we're talking today with Dr. Deborah Muth. She's a naturopathic doctor in Waukesha, Wisconsin. That's outside of Milwaukee. Her website is serenityhealthcarecenter.com. It's one of the largest functional medicine clinics in the Midwest, 
Um, so if you're interested in learning more about that, you can visit her website at serenityhealthcarecenter.com. And we're talking today about menopause. So Dr. Muth, tell us about your background and how you got into becoming a naturopathic doctor mm -hmm. and, and the different interests you've had in treating people with different diseases. Absolutely. So I got interested in naturopathic medicine when I was 29 years old. Mm -hmm. um, I was practicing in a very traditional OB-GYN practice, and I started seeing a lot of people coming in from other countries using herbal medicine to manage their pregnancy symptoms and dealing with their post-pregnancy things. Mm -hmm. And it intrigued me, but it really wasn't until I became ill myself and traditional medicine couldn't help me. So I had it all narrowed down. I was going to see my primary care and I knew I was coming out with one of two diagnoses. I was either coming out with fibromyalgia or MS. And I walked into my doc's office. It was the middle of August here in Wisconsin. So it was about 85, 90 degrees that day. I had on a long sleeve shirt and a fleece sweater. And I walked into his office and nobody commented that I was dressed that way, but that mm -hmm. was normal for me because I was always cold. Mm -hmm. The tech came in, took my temperature and said, oh, I think something's wrong with this thermometer. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, your temperature is 95 degrees. He's like, I'm going to go get a different thermometer. After he came back three times and got the same reading, he said, I don't know what's going on, but it, it, there's no way it could possibly be this. And he walked away. The doctor came in, doctor never commented about my body temperature. And I hmm. was correct. I walked out with a couple of prescriptions, one for a narcotic, one for an antidepressant. And the third thing he said to me was you have fibromyalgia, go home, get your affairs in order, and you're going to be disabled in the next four years. Oh my God. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm 28 years old. I just had my last child. I'm starting my career. This can't be possible. Like I didn't expect that. I knew I was coming out with one of those diagnoses. I went to my car, oh. bawled my eyes out and uh, <laughs> proceeded to go home and call one of my quote unquote wacky friends. Back in the day, I had friends that did this kind of medicine. We called them witchcraft people back in the early nineties. Uh -huh. And I said, okay, I call uncle, one of you guys have to know somebody that can help me. And thank goodness they didn't mind me calling them wacky back then. They took me to some of their colleagues and I learned about nutrition and I learned this whole host of herbs and alternative medicine and dietary things and was diagnosed with a thyroid condition by one of them. Wow. And literally in three weeks, my entire life had changed. I had no symptoms. I was feeling amazing. Wow. And, um, I, I remember going back to seeing my physician and he said, how's that medication working? And I said, I never took it. And he kind of looked at me and he said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, this is what I did instead. And he said, well, how are you feeling? I said, amazing. It's great. I feel all my symptoms are gone. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, that can't be, but he wasn't interested in what I had I or what yeah. I did. Yeah. Fast forward, maybe a few months later, I started getting symptoms again and it finally had dawned on me, like when all of this started, I had an embedded tick bite and it was there for a weekend. I was camping. I didn't see it. I came back. It was there. Talked to one of the docs that I'd been working with and said, do you think I need to be worried about this? And they're like, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. It doesn't look bad. And then I started putting two and two together. And it was like, wait a minute, all these symptoms started after I had this tick bite. Oh, and it actually wasn't until 10 years later that I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Oh my God. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. wow. 
So, so wait, 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 wait. So, so wasn't, <laughs> so was Lyme disease the final diagnosis here? Lyme disease was the final diagnosis for me. Okay, yes. So you didn't have a thyroid problem. I did have a thyroid problem. Ah, okay. And, and I had Lyme disease, but I didn't know at that time, I didn't know much about Lyme disease. And it wasn't until I started actually sending some of my clients to a Lyme disease specialist here in Wisconsin that I started going, wait a minute, mm -hmm. all of these things they're having, I had back then. And I'm like, I, I need to learn about this. And I went up and learned from my friend, Steve Morris, uh, who's a physician in Fox Valley. And he started teaching me all this stuff. And I started saying, okay, this sounds vaguely familiar to me and ran my case past him. And he's like, you probably have Lyme. And I did the test. And sure enough, I, 10 years after that bite, I still wow. had a positive test for wow. an acute infection. Wow. So I want to come back to menopause, menopause, but I want to stick here on Lyme disease. Yeah. Because I've heard, and I've heard patients say this, and I've also heard this from doctors, and this is recently, that mm -hmm. Lyme disease is not a real thing. Yeah. Can For some reason, that? that's, yeah, that's what's being taught these days to our physicians in med school. And I think part of it is because we don't really have a great pharmaceutical drug to treat Lyme disease. And that's how our doctors learn is through pharmacy medicine. And Lyme disease is very real. I will tell you that. Um, we have one commercially available test for Lyme disease for Borrelia, but there are 55 different strains of Lyme disease today. Okay. So a lot of people will test negative, even though they have Lyme disease because they're not using appropriate testing. And there are different tests that are available. We don't have a test for 55 strains, but we have multiple tests that can get us pretty close to knowing for sure if somebody has that diagnosis or not. Okay. Wow. So it is a real thing. It is. Got it. Okay. Yes, it is a real thing. And, and here's another interesting part that people don't recognize. People who have Lyme disease, especially women, it is very common for them to go into early menopause. Uh, we call it premature ovarian failure. I've seen women as early as 32 start to go into menopause because of Lyme disease. It disrupts their endocrine system and tanks their hormonal system. Sometimes we can get it back. But most of the time, once the damage is done, it's very difficult for us to get that to function again. Wow. So what would be your advice if somebody starts having the symptoms that you've had? When do you, when do you think that this could be Lyme disease? The, the one telltale sign is migratory pain. So when you start getting pain that moves all over the place, you know, it's an elbow, it's a shoulder, it's a knee, and there's no pattern to it. There's no rhyme or reason. You didn't have an injury, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's nothing going on, but all of a sudden you're having all these weird aches and pains. Lyme disease should come to the top of the forefront of your idea, whether you've ever known a tick bite or not. Right. Um, Lyme can be transmitted in many different ways. There are some people who believe it's the number one sexually transmitted disease in this country. That's not talked about. Whoa. I've never heard that one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a spirochetal disease. So uh -huh. it's much like syphilis. Spirochete just means it's spiral. So it is much like syphilis. And if you look up the symptoms of syphilis and you look up the symptoms of Lyme disease, they are almost identical. And that's where a lot of that transference can come from. And we know it can be transmitted to unborn babies and it can be transmitted during sex. So oftentimes that's how people will get it transmitted. But this idea that if you don't have a bullseye rash, you don't have Lyme disease is a, it, it's a lie. Less than 20% of the population of people who get bit by a tick ever develop a bullseye rash. Okay. Wow. And this can be translate uh, transmitted both in both directions from male to female, male 
a female yes. to male. Yep, you've got it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow, learning a lot here. Um, <laughs> great. Thank you for being. I'm, I'm so glad you're with us today. So let's come back to menopause. So um, what are some of the ways in when somebody comes to your clinic and want, you know, is having some kind of trouble with menopause? What, what, what are the um, kind of assessments you do? What mm -hmm. kind of treatments do you put them on? What, what, what drives what in terms of your decision-making? Absolutely. So the first thing we do is do a, a good history. We do a very detailed history. We want to know all your symptoms. Tell us all the nasties. Like we don't want people to hold back and say, well, I didn't think it was that big of a symptom. No, tell us everything. This is your opportunity right. to be able to spill your guts on everything you're feeling and not feel bad about being honest with how bad you feel. That's our first and foremost thing. So we want to do a really good history. Then we want to start looking at hormone function. And we can do that by one of two ways. We can either do that by a saliva test where you just spit in a tube and send that off to the lab, or we can do blood testing as well. Um, oftentimes we will do something called a biofeedback scan. So we biofeedback works on the same fields as acupuncture. So the meridians mm -hmm. of the body, and we can scan the body and look for different bacteria, viruses, and parasites and things like that. So we'll oftentimes do that because many people don't realize they have a lot of critters living inside them. And we want to get rid of those things because that will help you feel better much quicker. So mm -hmm. those are two really big places that we start with. Sometimes we'll do some something called the thermography, which is a heat sensored picture of the body. We can actually scan the entire body and find all those inflammatory spots that people might be having. But what's more interesting to us is we can tell you what it's coming from. Is it nerve? Mm. Is it muscle? Is it circulatory? Mm. We can see if people have a lot of different bacteria living in their sinus cavity. Do you have a thyroid issue? So it helps us direct your care much quicker if we can see what's actually going on in the body. And so we'll do that test and then we can say, okay, we need to look at gut function or we need to look at thyroid function or we need to look at this. And that really allows us that opportunity to get a really good picture of what's going on with the person. Wow. So that really is a thorough examination and assessment of all the processes going on in your body. Correct. So mm -hmm. is that what functional medicine is? That's exactly what functional medicine is. It's looking at the body as a whole instead of saying, oh, look, you're menopausal. Okay, well, we're just going to throw some hormones at you and we don't really care where your numbers are. Uh -huh. And then if you don't feel good, well, then we'll have to look at something else, like maybe some anti-anxiety meds or some, or some sleep aids, things like that. The functional approach is really looking at the entire body as a whole and finding all those areas that could be causing disruption for you. Wow, great. And um, I want to I want to come back to something you said before, which is to tell us everything. And I want to point out something that Dr. Muth did with her own physician uh, when he you know he did not recognize uh, the the Lyme disease. She told him what she had done and who she saw and what was happening. Now he may not have been very interested, but I think so many people do go to see alternative medicine practitioners or other practitioners other than their main doctor. And I think a lot of times because their primary doctor isn't gonna believe or doesn't know about mm -hmm. it, they don't tell the doctor that they're seeing these, but I think it's really a disservice to yourself to not be honest with your, with your caretaker, you know, with your provider about all the treatments that you're using. Everybody needs to know what's going on. 
Absolutely. I mean, we go as far back as saying, what were you like in childhood? Have you ever lived or been exposed to a moldy building? Have you ever traveled outside of the country? You know, mm -hmm. tell us about your vaccination history. Like we want to know all of that because all of those are little nuggets for us mm -hmm. to figure out what could potentially be causing some problems for you. Because even though you're presenting with menopausal symptoms, they could be coming from a different state of, uh -huh. of the body being disrupted. Got it. Okay, good. Um, and I also wanted to, to note that um, um, how much training do medical physicians get in, in nutrition uh, versus how much training you've got in nutrition? Um, just, just for comparison here, because you're Absolutely. talking about a lot of nutritional changes that I don't think medical doctors get a lot of training in. No, at most they get four hours in their entire four years of medical school, and they wow. don't get anything beyond that when they're in residency. Naturopathic doctors get two years of nutrition. Uh huh. Wow. So that's yeah. Wow. That's that's quite a difference. So and, yeah. and 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 you get two years of nutrition because why? How important really is nutrition in our health? Nutrition is really the foundation. You know, if we had really great healthy food available to us all the time, and we did even 70% of our diet was clean, you would be amazed at how much better you would feel. Nutrition is really the foundation of everything we do. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, if, if somebody comes to me and they're like, I just can't give up X, whatever it is, alcohol, my Coca-Cola, my right. chocolate, whatever that is, that's okay. We can work with that. You know, it, as long as you're not having 10 Cokes a day, yeah. that's okay. And if you are, we'll just ease back a little bit at a time because we don't want you to go cold Turkey. Anyway, you'll feel terrible. There are things that we can do to ease people into a better lifestyle of diet. And that doesn't mean you can't ever have that birthday cake or that wonderful wedding cake, you mm -hmm. can go and do that. We just don't want you to do that four or five times a day. You know, mm -hmm. everything should be in moderation. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, and nutrition and tell me also about, um, exercise and, and being mm -hmm. in shape. Um, yeah. I mentioned before with men going into andropause where they, they start getting out of shape because there's less testosterone. What's, what's mm -hmm. the importance of exercise? Exercise is really huge. You know, our bodies have been meant to move over the years where we don't have to hunt our own food, cook our own food and do all the things that we used to do to survive. And we're sitting at a desk for eight to 12 hours a day. Right. Our bodies have really changed, but our bodies are meant to move. So exercise is crucial. We need to be moving every single day. And I know I, I sometimes will hear people say, well, you have to do at least four hours of exercise a day to lose weight. And I go, Oh my gosh, nobody has four hours a day. I don't have four hours a day. Right. And that's true, but that doesn't mean you still can't move. You know, you get up and you go to the, to the water cooler a little bit more often, get up and just walk or stand at a desk. Or every time you go to the bathroom, do two or three pushups on the wall or a couple of squats, you'd be amazed by the end of the day, how much activity in your body actually moved. If you just implemented those little habits in your day. Right. Good. So I'm sure you, you work with people on that one as well, huh? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. So Dr. Deb, Dr. Deb Vermouth is with the, um, the Midwest leading functional medicine clinic in um, near Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in a town called Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, and her website is serenityhealthcarecenter.com. That's serenityhealthcarecenter.com. We're talking with Dr. Deborah Muth. That's M-U-T-H. And we will be back in just a few minutes 
to talk more about how to work with Dr. Deb and how she brings new patients into her practice. So stay with us. Uh, this is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health Media. And just as a reminder, you can listen to us on Voice America. You can listen to us on seven podcast networks. You can also watch us in video at gotohealthmedia.com where we have all our shows in video. So stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. This is Jonathan Marks. We're talking with Dr. Deborah Muth. She's a naturopathic doctor, author, national speaker, and the owner of Serenity Healthcare Center in Waukesha, Wisconsin, just outside of Milwaukee. It's the Midwest's leading functional medical clinic. And she's also the founder, and I want to hear more about this. She's the founder of Vibrant Female, a health optimization program for high-performing female executives. And um, that's got a website too called vibrantfemale.com. So Dr. Muth, tell us more about that Vibrant Female program that you've got. Absolutely. I created the Vibrant Female program for the top people, not top executives as far as money or anything like that, but women who want to be at the top of their game, who want to stay at the top of their game as long as they can in their world, whatever that looks like. So within that program, we do have an online component that you can just go through on your own. And there's 12 different modules, plus a bunch of bonus modules that teach you everything that we teach our clients individually in our practice. 
-hmm. And then we also have a one-on-one component where we will walk through everything with you one-on-one. We have access to the top functional medicine tests that can put you at the top of your game, both physically and mentally. Um, And it's just a great program for anybody around the world that's looking to to meet with someone like myself or my team that does functional medicine that maybe doesn't have a functional medicine practitioner around them or can't find a person that wants to focus on women's health issues. Mm -hmm. And how I'm just curious. So a lot of the things you just mentioned sound um, like it deals with physical health, but I'm curious how much does stress and emotional health Mm -hmm. come into this program? Because I'm sure that's an issue for high function, you know, high performing people in general. Absolutely. Stress is huge for all of us. And today with our pandemic, we've all been stressed for many years, but we've had a lot of stress our whole lives, right? Let's be real on that. So we do deal with stress. We have a very specific urine test that we can look at to see how stress has been um, affecting your body. And then we can build a program back to keep your body in that optimal level. So stress doesn't have to affect you physically and emotionally the way it did before. And then we also talk about different ways to manage stress emotionally, how to get rid of some of that stress, meditation, exercise, sleep, all of those wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And how long does this program last when somebody comes into it? The program can be done at your own pace. So you can go through it very quickly if you want to, but most of the time we try to have people go through it in about a six to 12 month period of time. It takes a little time to have these transitions and changes happen. And for us to make those lifestyle changes stick, but it's about a six to 12 month program. And how much time do people put into the program? Let's say in a week or a month. Um, in a week, um, I would say it doesn't really take much time. Most of our videos are short. They're between about 20 and 30 minutes. We do have a couple of longer lectures in there that can be an hour to an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. but they're all audio or video. So you can listen at your own pace. You can listen in the car or while you're walking. Um, it really does not take a lot of time. Once you meet with one of my team members or myself, we can get you started on testing and then protocols. It really doesn't take a lot of time at all out of your normal day-to-day activity. You treat a number of other disorders, so chronic and adrenal fatigue, infertility, uh, endocrine-related diseases. Can you tell us about those? So adrenal fatigue typically comes from us burning the candle at both ends. And most of us do that today. We're always on the go. We're constantly busy from the time we get up till the time we go to bed. So adrenal fatigue is a big problem for many people, whether it's men or women. And there are great protocols that we can put in place with herbs to help support that system for you. So you can manage that stress and handle that stress much better. Mm -hmm. Some of the endocrine things that we deal with are hyperthyroid or underactive active thyroid hormone issues, of course, are a big issue. Um, We will deal with metabolic issues. So if people can't lose weight the way they used to, things are changing in that direction. We'll work with that as well. And when we talk about metabolic, can you explain what does that mean? What's metabolic syndrome, metabolic, what what does it mean? So metabolic syndrome is actually a, a a process that happens to the body when we stop losing weight as efficiently as we did before. Sometimes that means some hormones have changed like insulin or blood sugar. There's a couple other hormones called leptin or ghrelin that will get out of balance mm-hmm. that will disrupt our body's ability to burn calories or burn fuel. And then our metabolism actually slows down and we have more problems with that. So we actually work with people to help build that metabolism back up, help that endocrine system function better. And 
and get the brain and the rest of the body communicating in a way that they can be more efficient and have that metabolic rate that they're looking for. Metabolic also has to do with the amount of sugar in your diet. Is that right? Correct. A lot of times it's how much sugar you consume or how your body processes sugar. It can be both. So Mm -hmm. you may not be consuming a lot of obvious sugar, but everything we take into our body has to be converted for sugar for our brain to use. And sometimes our bodies become sluggish in converting that sugar to fuel. And then it just converts more to fat and we don't metabolize or get rid of that sugar fast enough in our day. And then we pound that onto the body as fat. And so if we can get the body more effective, efficient at utilizing that sugar, there's less fat that happens to the body. And I'm going to guess that there's a combination of changing your diet, but also I would think doing exercise because that's going to metabolize. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yep. And then getting those hormones in balance, because if the hormones are in balance and your body's producing too much insulin to keep the blood sugar levels down, that's going to be a problem. And you can have a pristine diet and exercise all you want, but you're still going to struggle to lose that weight that you're looking for. So you're located in Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is outside of Milwaukee, but do you Mm -hmm. see patients virtually? Yes, we do. We see people from all over the world and we can do it via Zoom. Some people, if they can't figure out Zoom, it's a little hard. Sometimes we will do it via phone. So we we call that telemedicine. We've been doing that for a very long time. So there are all kinds of ways to work with us. You can do virtual, you can come in person, you can do a combination of the two. Mm -hmm. So we're very flexible with that. Great. And, And what kind of insurances do you accept? We are in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield. That's the only insurance that we're in network with, Uh but we do do a cash price for all of our patients that are outside of that network. We do take HSA or FSA. So if you have a health spending plan or um, FSA, you can use those dollars in the functional medicine world. And do you accept Medicare patients? We do accept Medicare patients. Wonderful. Good. So you really are open to quite a variety of folks coming to your practice, both in person and virtually, I want to say. Correct. Mm-hmm. Great. Any other questions I haven't asked that, that you want to get out? That I'd love to hear that, Deb, if you have any other final things you want to discuss that I haven't asked about. You know, I would say this, COVID is on the top of everyone's mind these days. And I want people to aware that there is something called COVID long haulers. Um, it is a real condition. Many people do not know what to do with it. Our traditional medical system is not very familiar with it. Um, most functional medicine practitioners do understand this COVID long haul that's happening. And I would say if, if somebody has had COVID and they don't feel like they've completely recovered, so they have some fatigue, they have some pain, mm-hmm. maybe they have brain fog or a chronic cough, and it's been lingering more than three weeks. I really want to encourage people to find a practitioner that's knowledgeable in this because you do not have to suffer with those symptoms. There are treatment protocols that we can use both naturally and with medications to help resolve those symptoms for people. Wonderful. I'm so glad you brought that up because yes, COVID long haul is quite becoming quite an issue. And I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, all I've heard about, to be honest with you, is those people who are having to suffer with those symptoms for long-term. And what you're telling us is that there are some solutions for this Mm -hmm. in the naturopathic medicine arena. Absolutely. There are good. And can you just describe what are some of those treatments? Yeah, absolutely. So we do immune boosting products, Mm -hmm. but there are some other medications that we use to decrease the inflammation in the artery wall, because one of the things that happens with the spike protein is it creates inflammation in our best, in our blood vessels, in our arteries. And so we use different medications and different herbs that can bring that down. 
One of the other concerns that we have is the spike protein continues to circulate within the body. And so there are different herbs that we can use. One is called Autosin as a product that we use. It's a combination of Chinese herbs to help reduce that inflammation from the spike protein, stop it from circulating in the body mm -hmm. and help to build that immune system. So it's stronger and it can recognize this infection and fight it off for you. Okay. Well, Dr. Deborah Muth, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, this has been a really nice uh, interview. I really appreciate uh, your coming on the show. Dr. Deborah Muth is a naturopathic doctor. She's an author, national speaker, and she's the owner of Serenity Healthcare Center in Waukesha, Wisconsin, just outside of Milwaukee. It's serenityhealthcarecenter.com. She also has a program for health optimization for high-performing female executives, and that's at vibrantfemale.com. And um, Dr. Muth works with patients both in the office and also virtually. So you can see her, her from anywhere in the country or even outside. Thanks so much for being with us again today, doctor. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. It's been, a, it's been great to see you and we will be in touch. Thank Take you. care, everybody. This has been Jonathan Marks with Go to Health Media. And again, you can watch us at gotohealthmedia.com or you can listen to us on Voice America and seven other podcast networks. And I forgot to mention that Dr. Deb also has a podcast and that's called Let's Talk Wellness Now. And you can listen to that on Amazon or Apple or Stitcher. So thanks again for being with us everybody today. And remember, go to health. Thank you for tuning in this week to Go to Health Radio. Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at gotohealthmedia.com and elevate your life.